whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Rates podcast. I am Dana Powell. I am Jessica Young. And, and we, are, we here are here to, to rant, rant and rave. And rave. No, I th- we didn't get it at all. But sometimes, you know, it's funny. Sometimes I think we got it perfect and I'll be like, nailed it. And then I'll listen back and I'll be like, we were so far off. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat here going, we're awesome. We finally got it. <laughs> like a dumb Muppet. Oh, my God. I've never been one to be um, in unison. I, I couldn't be one of those dancers. I certainly couldn't be a synchronized swimmer or a rockette. I know no. you're all shocked to hear this. Jessica, I shouldn't be allowed to walk with you on rage walks because I cannot walk in a straight line. <laughs> I will be leaning on you, walking like uh, not parallel to you, but like this. What's Perpendicular. Perpendicular to you. And you will be holding up the top part of my body. My feet will just be going, me, 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 me. That actually sounds perfect because there's a lot of traversing and maneuvering on rage walks that have to occur, mm. whether it's to get out of the way from something creepy or crazy or to get in the way of something creepy and crazy and make a beeline for it. Yeah, I so think I would have to try that. That's me. I would head straight for that creepy crazy. Maybe there's an apparatus I can like hook to my waist and it'll be like a motorcycle with a sidecar and it's just like a little buggy and you can sit in the buggy and I will walk at a fast clip and I'll pull you along like the adult version of putting a child in a radio flyer wagon. I know, but then I'm afraid people will be like, look at that lazy woman who makes her friend. If we can make it like one of those standing two-wheel things. A rickshaw. No, no. One of those like standing two-wheel hoverboard things that the kids rode and then they start exploding. Oh, my God. But I lean over on you. <laughs> uh, this is too complicated. How about a tandem bicycle? Can you imagine the two of us, not very coordinated women on a tandem bicycle? I feel like I'd be pedaling one way, you'd be the other, and we'd just fall over like piggies that have narcolepsy. <laughs> have you ever seen those little piggies that have narcolepsy? Yes. And they just go. So, <laughs> it's so cute. I know. Even though it's a disease, I understand, but it's so cute. I know. One of my cousins has it, and I know this because he took my brother and I to see the Goonies when we were young. Great he movie. Fell, he fell asleep during the movie, like five minutes in. I was like, oh, God, he must be bored. Oh, my mom no. was like, no, he has narcolepsy. Yeah, she's like, no one would be bored with this movie. <laughs> uh, we got a present recently from someone in St. Louis. It is a oh. jar of sand from the Goonies beach and a picture of the big rock. How fun. You best believe I put it prominently up on a bookcase. (laughs) Yes. I don't care if I've been there or not. I'm like, I have Goonie Sand. I want to go. Isn't it um, Astoria, Oregon is where that was filmed? Mm -hmm. What a magical town. Yes. They also filmed Kindergarten Cop there. Oh, great. (laughs) But no, seriously, it's such a picture. I've never been to Oregon at all. Oh, it's gorgeous. I know. I, that's it's gorgeous really and weird list. and naturey and booky. Booky. Not, not booky like gambling. I mean, booky like people read a lot there. Oh. <laughs> I feel the same way about uh, Seattle. They're very booky. I, I love They're Seattle. Like, Me too. We almost moved there. Anyway, whatever. Jessica. Groovy intellectuals. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, you know. Okay. Uh, Same here. Uh, If I'm being completely honest right now, Mm -hmm. Jessica, I don't remember last week. (laughs) You know what? That's how I feel. I would have to. It's all a blur. I would would seriously have have to think about it. Yes. And I have no concept of time. Like I saw you recently. Couldn't tell you if that was three days ago or three weeks ago. And I'm not joking when I say that. Yeah, I feel like it was a long time ago because when you said I saw you recently, I was like, she did. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Excuse me. It's while also I... a bad barometer with you because I see you on screen every week while yes, we're recording. Correct. And sometimes we video chat each other, sometimes mm -hmm. on purpose, sometimes not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's all big, confusing bowl of <laughs> crazy. Um, so I don't have anything to report about the week. You know what? I think That's it was great. Busy. I think I was busy, whatever. Mm hmm. Let's just get into some rants. Let's do it. All right. Well, I think I'm up first. Is that correct? Yes. This is amazing. This is from a listener. Yes, from a listener. This is a listener rant, food order etiquette. Okay. I have a feeling mm -hmm. I'm probably going to relate That's to That's what this. I called it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. Are you now, are you now titling our listeners' emails? <laughs> ah, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Hi, Dana and Jessica. For starters, I just want to tell you how much I love listening to your podcast. I'm an OG AWP listener. Ah, shout out. And I was very happy when you started Rants and Raves. My BFF is r, &R Famous. <laughs> She's written to you. That. I love it so much. She's written to you on several occasions. Uh, am I allowed to say the name? It's here. Sure, I think Jill. so. Jill from Montreal. Yeah. And then, yes. And she thought Jill that provided us the croissant. I did not mean to interrupt you, but shut up. The croissant in the tree, which by the way, Jill, I'm sure you know, at least in the US, become totally viral and been on huge. national and local news. It was on uh, Hoda and whoever but, her partner is. Yes, now. Hoda and Jenna, but you know what? That was several days after Jill had sent it into us. So touche yes. for being on the news tip. And I got personal text from some of our ladies over at Spark My Interest on yes, that one yes. saying, I would have ran up that tree to save that croissant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, and she thought that my recent experience with terrible customer service would be rant worthy. And I must agree. So here it goes. This week on my lunch break, I went to a nearby Tim Hortons to grab something to eat. Timmy Hose. All right. Take it easy, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> We're not we're not at a college bar. It's okay? the Dunkin' Donuts of Canada, Dana. You better All recognize. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a bagel toasted with butter, lettuce, tomatoes, and mayo, and a small iced cap at the drive-thru. All right. Let me just analyze that. A bagel toasted with butter. Love it. To lettuce, tomatoes, and mayo? Just bread, lettuce, tomatoes, and mayo? Maybe she's vegetarian, Dana. Yeah, but where's the cream cheese? Do they not do that in Canada? <laughs> they do. You are now becoming part of the rant, and I am <laughs> crying. I'm crying. You're part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. I'll tell you, the only thing that really, I probably would have just been like, okay, except tomato. I don't like tomato. Okay, anyway. Oh, my God, no. Yes, when I drove yes. around to the window, the girl that was making my bagel blurted out, they want butter and mayo. Gross. <laughs> you look like a gremlin. <laughs> I have my hands in fists. <laughs> Oh my god. Not realizing that the gross sandwich lady was at the window. I then yelled back through the window, "You think my order is gross?" Good for you, listener. Good oh my god. for you. I love I love it so much. I hope this listener writes in to scold me. Okay. <laughs> the little snot didn't know what to do or say and just looked down at the floor. When she was done with my order and was bringing it to the window and of course I couldn't shut my mouth and I said, "Is that my gross sandwich?" <laughs> God, I couldn't love you more. And she couldn't even look at me, let alone apologize for her very rude comment. Okay, I apologize, but I'm laughing so hard because I love her behavior. I love how she called this girl out. And also, I love how much I hate myself for what I did. <laughs> I can't breathe. Okay, she handed off my bagel to another employee to give to me. <laughs> I made a complaint to the manager stating how rude she was and she should not be making these types of comments about people's food orders. She's not wrong. Right. Shame on that girl and shame on Dana. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but also, I wasn't giving her customer service. I was in the privacy of our oh, worldwide podcast. Um, <laughs> especially not with an earshot of me or any other customers in the restaurant. It implies that they think this person is gross, which I don't think I am. You're not. Come on. Has she never had a toasted tomato sandwich with mayo and butter? <laughs> it's delish. Plus, bagels are dry. I needed extra lubrication. That is very true. Yes. That's very true. Oh, wait. Maybe not to you, Dana, because I'm pretty sure tomatoes aren't your thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm But you wouldn't call out a customer if you didn't agree with their food. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're a normal human being. Hey. Let me make this clear, my friend Jessica. She's right. I wouldn't call it out in a customer service situation or in a break room at work. Nothing like that. But I did call it out on our podcast. Uh, (laughs) Jessica. I'm crying for two reasons. One, the fact that That you did exactly what was the problem. And that she thought I was a normal human being. Yeah. Because That's I was so reading kind. it and I'm like, oh, God, if it was Dana, she probably would have been the same as this employee. And then the fact that our listener put in the lovely comment, but I know so Dana nice. wouldn't do that because you're a normal person. By the way, she might have thought that I would do that because she did not call me a normal person. And maybe that's because <laughs> of my anger from all my years working in retail. I mean, understood. I at least have the gumption, however, not to say it with an earshot of a customer. I would just post about it on social media. Well, clearly, I would just talk about it on our podcast. (laughs) Annie, I couldn't love you more. Yes. I am so disappointed in myself for letting you down. (laughs) And I've learned a lesson today. I've learned a lesson (laughs) that I, here's the thing that's so crappy, Jessica. I complain about this. Am I not the one who's like, don't you dare talk about my food in the break room. Don't you dare ask me, what is that? Don't you dare say, eat some for me. Mm -hmm. Am I not the person? I am a double standard. Oh my God, but it's not Annie's fault. It's my fault. (laughs) She was so nice and assumed I was a normal person. I know. Did we just lose like (sighs) all of our Canada listeners? (laughs) No. But you know what? Wait, I I'm not even done reading. I've oh. since decided to boycott that Tim Hortons, but I will never change my love for a toasted tomato, lettuce, butter, mm-hmm. and mayo sandwich or bagel. Keep ranting and raving, ladies. Much love from Jessica's homeland, Montreal. Annie, Annie, I love you. Please don't hate me. Annie, I love you too. And I'm going to tell you two things that you probably know. And if you don't, ooh, mind blown. For a fact, I know that you're familiar with Second Cup. That is the premier coffee of a chain within Canada. Second Cup, I wouldn't uh, liken to Starbucks. I would liken it more to the coffee bean and tea leaf. I feel like they're coffees are a little more small batched and really good and not over roasted and all that jazz so second cup over tim hose i know timmy hose has timbits for you uh americanos those are like munchkins at dunkin donuts they're called timbits those are their donut holes Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Mine about to be blown on, if memory serves, I think it's to carry and there's several locations. You need to treat yourself to Real Bagel. And yes, that's the name of the business, Real Bagel. And for those of you who've never been to Montreal, uh, Montreal bagels are seriously world famous. They taste completely different than a New York style bagel, which big, fat, and like has a pound of dough. A Montreal bagel is about half the thickness of an American bagel. And they are, if they're authentic, they are baked in a wood-fired oven. And I'm sorry, there's nothing, nothing like it. Somebody actually just ordered three dozen bagels from Real Bagel through a service, I think, called Gold Belly here and gave my dad a dozen bagels. And he couldn't have been happier. Wow. Any of my family that travels to Montreal brings back a couple of dozen bagels and then you just freeze them. And as you need them, you take them out. Go to Real Bagel, Annie. God, if I was there, I would treat you to a bagel. Also, I don't think I'm mad at mayonnaise and butter. No. I think it's the tomato that made me go, ew, but everybody knows that. But like mayonnaise and butter, they're both condiments. You put ketchup and mustard. Correct. I even like two kinds of dressing. 
Sometimes I like to mix dressings. I do too. You like honey and barbecue? Yes. Right? Yep. I'll mix Italian and ranch any day. Yep. Seriously. They're, or on a submarine sandwich. I can't also, I just called I'm it a sorry. submarine sandwich. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why? What should you call it a sub? No, but I like it with like mayo sandwich. or mustard on the bread. Oh, and then I, I, like the, I like the oil and vinegar on it yes. too. I'm a condiment hoe. Uh, me too. I love me a condiment. <sighs> me too. I love a sauce. Yeah. And also, I'm, I don't want to be – well, it doesn't matter if I'm rude. I've already been rude to the max on this oh show in the first 16 minutes. Oh, um, my God. But I'm sorry, but you work at a place that serves any kind of food item. And butter, mayonnaise, tomato, and lettuce is the weirdest ever. I okay. seriously doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> There's way weirder things people could ask for. I know this because I worked in food. Uh-huh. Like. Maybe you should look into a different career path other than food because that's not weird. (laughs) (laughs) I just happen to not like tomatoes. Hilarious. Anyway, Annie. Greatest gift from the earth. You're really missing out. Tomatoes are the greatest gift from the earth. Yes. There's nothing better than fresh tomatoes with salt and pepper on it. There's nothing better. I'm. You're so. You couldn't be more wrong. Also in the South. No. I loved being at friends' lake houses, and my friends were allowed to eat white bread. My household was always Roman meal, whole wheat. So you best believe my eyes bugged out for some Wonder Bread with some mayonnaise, some fresh sliced tomatoes, and salt and pepper. Oh, I could eat a hundred of those sandwiches. Okay, I'm not interested in it, but I'm not mad at you for it. You can do it. <laughs> what I'm mad at you for is that's not the best thing the earth gives us because the earth has given us grapes, hops. <laughs> And cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Am I wrong? Earth's Gifts by Dana Powell. Thank you. Earth Day. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jessica. No, Annie, I, just... I apologize. And Jill, <laughs> you have my permission to be, to never recommend <laughs> me again. You know, why not? We're talking about Montreal and we're talking about food. It's a great food city. I need to mention that in a recent conversation between Jill and I, the listener that Annie is friends with, we talked about Gibot, which I think I've mentioned before, but it's the giant orange that is in Montreal that used to have girls roller skate in and out to the cars. It's been around for like 60 years. It is a must stop. Every single person in my family, no matter where they live, when they go to Montreal, That's where they go. It's the original Orange Julep, not Orange Julius. Orange Julius, that crappy chain, tried to copy the Orange Julep of Montreal. And there's no franchise. There's one julep in Montreal. And I'm going to post a picture of it. It's a gigantic orange. And my brother and I, when we were young, were convinced that the family that owned it must live in the top of the orange. I wish they lived in the top of the orange. So do I. Dana, you would lose your mind for this drink. I don't know. What the heck it is. It doesn't taste like orange juice. doesn't taste like an orange cream. I don't know what it is. I don't think anyone will ever know. It's intoxicating. It's not possible to not think it's one of the greatest things you've ever tried in your life. And there's a reason that people clamp. They're open 24 hours a day. Is it one of the greatest things that the earth has ever given us? Because according to you, that's only tomatoes. I'm going to put oranges right up there, right under tomatoes. I do love an orange. I'm mm-hmm. Not a pulp fan. Not a big pulp fan, but I, nope. I'll, I'll chew it and then spit that out. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> oh I eat like a three-year-old. What's wrong with me? Stop it. <laughs> but Jill and Annie keep on being amazing. Yes. Thank don't, you. Don't let me letting you down stop you from loving others. <laughs> Oh, my God. Seriously, I love just I love the effort that you guys put into the things you write into us because every little detail really sends us. It's hilarious. Yes. And it just makes it all the more fun. So thank you. Thank you. Is mentally picturing her yelling. Did she say she was in a drive through? Because I make make movies in my head when I read these things. Yes. Just mentally seeing her screaming through the drive through window. Is that my gross sandwich? It's amazing. Couldn't be more Dana. (laughs) Yes. Another irony. Yes, I know. Okay, for my rant, you guys, this is part of why I went, oh, you know, because I knew 
you know, a large part of my week really is kind of what my rant is about. It was mm. staying in a hotel again for work. Oh, for work. And let yeah. me tell you something, y'all. I'm going to start with the obvious. Okay. When you stay at a hotel, and I'm not talking about some seedy motel on an abandoned road in the middle of nowhere that no one has seen a customer in the last three months or years. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a major chain that I've always been a huge fan of. It's a very nice hotel. I expect the basic level of cleanliness to be met at all times, but I really do expect them to be extra on top of it, right? Sure, of course. That coupled with the fact that, I'm sorry we keep mentioning it, but hello, a pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. It, it's bringing me back to the same point. Like when they started telling people to wash your hands, it's like, well, no shit. COVID right. or not, why aren't you why washing aren't your people... hands when you sneeze in them or yes. anything of that likes? Yeah. Ilk, whatever. Okay, so I have to be careful with what I say here because it's a very touchy subject. So I am going to censor myself a bit. Okay. But I was working uh, with the police. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to say there was a lot happening last week. And I happened to uh, arrive at my hotel on the day of a very important thing happening in the news. So mm-hmm. it already was a very odd vibe when I got right. into my hotel. Mm-hmm. And half the people I was working with were in the lobby. <laughs> And it was kind of uncomfortable and I didn't want anyone to see. I just wanted to get in and go to my room and I'll just, Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to see me. They did. I had a few conversations conversations that I wasn't thrilled about. Mm -hmm. And I then went off to my room. Okay. I get in my room and immediately when I put myself down, I go in to wash my hands and I'm like, huh, no hand towels. Okay. Okay. So it looked like it had been cleaned, but not well stocked or restocked properly meaning someone else stayed there used all the hand towels and one bath towel and then you just left what maybe they didn't use i'm not sure Mm -hmm. there was no toiletries i brought my own i'm just saying like i don't care and i think all that stuff is dumb but But like i would start getting scared that they didn't clean it okay so then i'm like all right i'm being ridiculous everything looks clean Y'all, I go to sit down in the chair. There's like a nice upholstered chair and an ottoman. And I'm like, I just want to put my feet up and watch some TV. I go to sit in the chair and I'm like, oh, what is this? Thinking it's like a tufting button. You know how they have for upholstery? Yes. The buttons, which are purely decorative. Yeah. Well, then I realized, well, there's no buttons on this chair. And I took the remote and like flicked it because I didn't want to touch it. It was an earring, a large earring. And it was like kind of pressed into the side of the chair. And then I look at the chair cushion and it is covered with large dry chunks of food. No. Yeah. And you guys, I cannot believe I'm saying this because of my experience when I checked in I just ate crow and I didn't request another room because I didn't want to go back downstairs. Oh, no, I would have said when another room is ready for me, I would have called them and said, I'm going to need another room and then tell me what room to go to. I wouldn't have even went down there. I know. Because that makes me think somebody came in, picked up all the the big stuff, like emptied the trash or whatever, but then they didn't clean it, but they thought it was clean. Uh Uh-huh. Did you sleep in that bed? I did. Do you have a a a, a slide-in sleeper protector for hotels? Because if you don't, we need to get you one. No, but that's funny you say that. One of the other actors that I travel with always brings that with her when she travels. Yes, you should at hotels. I mean, you just don't know. They never clean the comforters ever. I know. Well, I learned that from my dad. Like the when we were kids, when we'd go in a hotel like a magician he would rip that top coverlet off and i mean rip it off and he would ball it up and throw it in the corner and my dad is so like anal about cleanliness and things being neat and orderly Mm -hmm. he's like don't ever sit on that don't ever touch that (laughs) so i don't and by the way this is a real nice hotel so the sheets and the comforter are all like a real nice cotton yeah, you want good, a good get thread into count. It. There's yeah. no grody coverlet. Even the duvet cover is like fresh sheets, right? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so I just was like, I can't believe it goes against everything I stand for, you guys. I gag if I see one hair falling off of someone's head. Mm-hmm. I just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna deal with it. 
I can't, I can't handle mm-hmm. going back downstairs. I really couldn't. And that wasn't out of laziness. I was just because of the situation at hand. Conversation, yes. Secondly, my second part of this rant Uh-oh. is they take oh they took over the whole second floor. This is a newer hotel that we're staying at, um, in a different part of town from where we usually go. The whole second floor is ballrooms for weddings, parties, conferences, whatever. So we have the whole second floor to ourselves, right? Okay. And there's giant bathrooms and the really nice bathrooms with like those big wooden doors where when you're in a stall, you actually do feel like you have some privacy in a public bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I went to the bathroom and went to wash my hands and went to all six of the sinks in there and not one of them had a drop of soap in the dispenser. No. I'm sorry. Public bathroom, hotel, on the conference level floor. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I immediately, immediately went downstairs. I was fuming. And I said, I'm sorry. I go, we're upstairs for the conference. I'm with so-and-so. And she goes, yeah. And is there a problem? I said, yeah. Not one sink in the bathroom has soap. Oh, I'm so sorry. We'll get on that. I said, someone needs to go up there immediately. So there's about 100 people upstairs. There's no soap. Yeah, that's I was crazy. Pissed. Well, just to round out this rave nice and proper. It's guys, a rant, but go ahead. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys, the next day, when I'm back and we're in between scenarios, I go to the bathroom again. Mm-mm, Guess mm-mm, what? Mm-mm. <laughs> there wasn't any soap. And no it wasn't one because used we soap used soap all day. We didn't go through the industrial-sized no. soap canisters no. that are under each of the six sinks. No. At I mean, that, I would have been fine because I carry a little kitty cat with soap slivers in it. Yes. You know, those little soap sheets? Yep. And the, But the reason is because I've had that kind of thing happen to me too much at amusement parks when that yes. happened back in the day, at beach bathrooms, at movie theaters. Yes. So I, now I carry soap slivers. But that's unacceptable. Because it's that means, unacceptable. That means anyone that went into that bathroom all that day after you said get up there did not wash their hands. Correct. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, you've got signs all over your hotel, yet – Half the people in there were walking around unmasked. I mean, there's just so much. And look, I want to get back to normal. I Mm -hmm. really, really do. And guess what? You know what normal is? Washing your hands. Totally. And guess what? I'm vaccinated, but I wear my mask for you to keep you safe, not me. I know. It's insanity. I was really, 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 really disappointed. And of course, now I'm like, I was talking to my dad about it. And he's like, that's disgusting. That's despicable. You need to call and speak to the manager. But I am that person that is so paranoid that I'm convinced that they will remember me or they will write down my name. And the next time I'm at that hotel, someone's going to do something nasty to me. Well, I would too, because it's for work. It's not by your choice. Like if it was just for pleasure, you could stay somewhere else. Correct. And it's it's a great hotel. Yeah. And then also on top of that, it's like you don't want to make your bosses mad. And Exactly. What a nightmare. I but mean, yeah, I did not there are, like There's that. worse things in the world, obviously, but like I that's know. so aggravating. No, it was really, really aggravating. I'm this... really concerned that you slept in a dirty room. <laughs> I feel I in I my know. heart like you slept in a dirty room. <laughs> I, I Trust me, I did. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> An earring? What is this? I a also clip? saw something it's on the bed. a murder movie from the I... 90s? Totally. I also saw something in the bed and I freaked out. I'm like, what is that? A silverfish? Like one of those gross insects? Mm-mm. It was a feather, but it had like got, so you should have seen me pulling and picking at the show. Oh, it was, God. I can't. Mm-mm. Rant over. Oh my God. I wouldn't have been able to get a wink of sleep. <laughs> I will tell you this. It was in La Jolla, which is again, beautiful. one of the most beautiful places ever. So there was a silver lining. I did yeah. have a great time. Aside from that filth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, we definitely need a cleansing breath. Uh, Yeah. As I insulted a lovely, lovely person. Oh, my God. You slept in a dirty bed with someone who wears (laughs) button earrings that look like upholstery. (laughs) Uh, Hilarious. 
We like to just rant out the things that get under our skin. We love to hear from you guys. We'll tell you how to get a hold of us. But Mm -hmm. for right now, why don't we just take a deep cleansing breath in? We'll blow it out and we will fill up with some goodness. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Take a deep breath in. And... Oh, that felt nice. It did. It gave me a little bit of a head rush. Did it? Yeah. Ooh, fancy. I got so angry I was pinching off my oxygen supply. <laughs> totally. Use me. Corner. <laughs> I just said I can't do it as well as you and your dad. You do a great job with it. I tried, but it's not as good as you. All right, here we go, guys. This is from the Huff Post. Very recent. Mm-hmm. Canadian lawmaker, I just want to apologize to Canada today. I feel like <laughs> they're a target. I, I love that you right, picked up on it because it was just totally coincidence. And I'm like, <laughs> this is a very Canadian-centric episode. Yeah, we're really picking on you today, Canada, for no reason. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian lawmaker caught naked during video conference. That's like my worst nightmare. Okay. William Amos, who represented the Quebec district of Pontiac since 2015, appeared on the screens of his fellow lawmakers completely naked on Wednesday. Uh -uh. He was caught stark naked in a virtual meeting of the House of Commons. The pandemic has meant many Canadian lawmakers participate in sessions via video conference instead of in person. Uh Uh-huh. We all do that. Yep. Every single one of us are doing that right now, (laughs) Canadian lawmaker. A screenshot obtained by the Canadian press shows Emma standing behind a desk between the Quebec and Canadian flags, his private parts hidden by what appears to be a mobile phone in one hand. Now, I... Not not only is that like, oh, geez, but it's also like that's that is the equivalent of putting a penny in front of something to judge some size. OK, because, you know, we're all going to if I saw that picture, I can't help it. I'm sorry. I don't consider myself a perv, but I'm going to look and see what he's got. <laughs> if it's out there. Of course. This is what he said. This is a quote. <laughs> This was an unfortunate error. Unfortunate. In a statement sent by email. (laughs) My video was accidentally turned on as I was changing into my work clothes after going for a jog. Sir, what, what has happened to your ability to like function as a normal human? You go jog before work Mm -hmm. and then you have time to come back and shower and put your work clothes on because (laughs) did you shower? Are you so just what I was putting, thinking it's like you you're just, just going your clothes, clean clothes on your sweat funk body, right? Straight out of a wet T-shirt into a pressed Oxford with buttons. Obviously, <laughs> he said, wait, my video was accidentally turned on. I was changing. I sincerely apologize to my colleagues in the House of Commons for this unintentional distraction. Obviously, it was an honest mistake and it won't happen again. OK, <laughs> I should hope not, sir. <laughs> Claude de, oh boy, French, French, de Belfille, I'm sorry, Claude, I apologize, a legislator for the opposition, Bloc Quebec, oh boy, party, what's the Bloc Quebec party? I'm not sure. Raised the incident in a point of order after question period, suggesting that the parliamentary decorum requires male parliament members to wear a jacket and a tie and a shirt and underwear and trousers. That's all in there. Hilarious. We better get real specific. They're like, we would appreciate if you wear socks, but I suppose that's a personal choice. (laughs) commando is not no speaker anthony rota later thanked for her observations and clarified that while he had not seen anything he checked with technicians and confirmed they saw something he reminded lawmakers to always be vigilant when they are near a camera and microphone (laughs) amos the parliamentary secretary to industry minister francois felipe champagne was visible only to parliament members and staffers oh 
So only like 300 people on the internal video conference feed. Because he was not speaking, his image did not show up on the public feed. Don't matter. I look for that stuff. I get on a Zoom, Jessica, and I go, who's got a cat and who's not wearing pants? It's the first thing I do. <laughs> and then if you are cradling your cat, I definitely think it's adorable. I will take a screenshot of you and I will text it to my <laughs> friends and we will go, look at that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <sighs> Liberal Party colleague Mark Holland said Amos was utterly mortified. Okay. Well, is it because his junk was able to be covered by his cell phone? <laughs> he said he was completely satisfied with the explanation from his colleague. I don't think there was any ill intent. It's certainly an unfortunate circumstance. Um, Holland added, quote, this is a warning to everybody. You've got to really always assume that cameras that the camera is on and be very careful anytime you wander anywhere near that camera that you're dressed appropriately. Asked if he'll be issuing a warning to all liberal lawmakers to that effect, Holland said, oh, big time. <laughs> That's it. Remember at the beginning of the pandemic when that one dude, uh, he he was some kind of, who was it that was had the naked lady that was not his wife in the background? Remember that? Yes. Oh, my God. I'll tell you this. Look, everybody was getting used to Zoom. Even some people, I guarantee, had probably never really Skyped or did it right. very little. After, first of all, the first time I was on Zoom, I was like dressed like I was going to the Oscars. I was like, sure. dressed up, full face of makeup. Right. You know, making sure everything was perfect. Now, we're not going to even say how little effort I put into that. However, when I'm on a Zoom, you better believe that now, unless it's just a friend, right. I join the call and it just pulls up my name. Picture. I don't want you yeah. hearing me or seeing me until I am, even though I'm prepared when I turn on Zoom, yes. it's like, I never want to enter the meeting full force. I don't know what my point is or what I'm saying. I just take pause, make sure everything's fine. Good. All right. And now I'm joining with video. I think that's very smart. I also used to be like, oh, my God, what's in the background of my Zoom? Yes. And now it's like, listen, we're all doing the best we can. I had to uh -huh. record a speech yesterday for something. And Dan was like, Dan Tipton was like, oh, we need to get the screen out. We And I go, no, uh -uh. move your shoes that are over by the shoe rack. That's the best they're getting. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's actually refreshing to me even seeing people who are – you know, full-time journalists or TV hosts or actors or whatever, and you think, oh, their house must be perfect at all times. You know how many people have been doing their Zooms from their closet? Yeah. Or from literally their hallway, because it's the only place in the house where there isn't clutter or yeah. there's not, or it's like, even if you do have nice areas that are camera worthy, maybe your kids or your husband or your roommate or whoever the heck is around. So you oh hide God. and go in the one place where you can have hopefully quiet and Absolutely. a somewhat blank area or a very pretty, well-styled area. Well, yes. And here's the thing. I am not, here's how far I go. I don't care what's in the background. Let's like, it's fine. Please be aware of when you're naked. That's just, I mean, common courtesy. Okay. <laughs> I don't want a dong flying up in my face. No. At, unexpectedly on a work call. Because then I'll get distracted and I'll be like, I'll say out loud, ew, that's gross. But like a but like a car accident, I won't be able to stop looking until they turn their camera off. And I'll be like chatting with somebody else over on private chat going, should somebody tell him? Did anybody tell him yet? Blah, 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 blah. Like there's no way I can handle it. <laughs> also, this like we can all relax a little bit. We get it. But we've had this discussion too, Jessica. Don't mm. be eating your dinner in front of my face either. No, I don't like that at all. No! And not, again, not when you're in a class mm -mm. or on a work Zoom. If it's yes. you and I and we get on a video chat, and or a that's yes. fine. But yes. not when it's in any kind of professional setting. No. That means it's not you and a close pal. No, exactly. <laughs> and listen, I don't care if you have your cat. I really don't. Like if my cat would be around me, I'd probably have my cat too. But you got to know yes. that I am going to be distracted. I'm not going to listen to anyone or anything. I'm going to stare at your cat. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, 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 bye. 
there has never been a time where I have ever mixed nudity and work on purpose, like trying to get ready or even like when I talk on the phone with somebody and I'm getting dressed, I turn, I cover the camera until they go, it sounds like you're talking through a dish towel. And I'm like, I just want to make sure I don't accidentally get naked to you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm telling you, stranger things have happened. And I, especially on, uh, WhatsApp and Instagram, I have accidentally touched accidentally the video thing. Me I've done before. it to you a lot. Yeah. And it immediately sends a video call. It's not like, do you yeah. want to video call Dana? Like, no. I'm more of the kind of person I need to be asked again. Are you sure? Yeah. Because 99% of the time, it's like, no, I'm not sure. No. Yes. Cancel. Cancel. The, the only person I will ever answer video for, my family doesn't call me video. I just think we're all old and we're like, don't even think that that's an option. I don't know why. The only person I ever answer for is my girlfriend's baby. She's Aww, like a year and a half. Cute, yes. And I'm always and I always tell her, I'm like, Everly, you're the only person I will answer for when I've already washed my face and put my mm-hmm. gym. Like she is the only because she's a baby and she wants to talk to me. And so yes. I'm fine with that. But look at this on my finger. A tomato. It's a tomato sticker that I got from some toy in Wendy's and I put it over my computer camera every time i every always i remove it to use the camera well 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 what looks like tomatoes have come in handy in your life my god looks like somebody likes tomatoes more than they've let on i cannot believe that we just had a whole episode about tomatoes and how rude i am we've had full episodes about how much i hate tomatoes and it did not cross my mind that the safety (laughs) of my identity is (laughs) covered with a tomato. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jessica, what's your corner? <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm so sorry, Annie. Sorry, I just keep feeling like I need to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is literally considered weird news from the HuffPo. Usually our corners come from different sources, but this week HuffPo really had a lot to we offer. Really, we're pumping it out. Florida woman survives being hit by flying turtle. (laughs) I need to know why that Mm -hmm. turtle was flying. Did the turtle live? We're going to see. Okay. Daytona Beach. Oh, boy. (laughs) Bye. NASCAR country. Uh Daytona Beach, Florida. It's not unusual for rocks and other debris to crash through a windshield and injure a driver or passenger, but a turtle? A 71-year-old woman riding with her daughter on Florida's Interstate 95 suffered a gashed forehead Wednesday when a turtle smashed through the windshield of her car, striking her. That is unbelievable. Keep going. The daughter pulled over and got help from another motorist. According to a 911 recording, both were surprised by what they found. There's a turtle in there, the man can be overheard saying. A turtle, the daughter exclaimed. (laughs) An actual turtle? (laughs) The gash drew a lot of blood, but the woman was not seriously hurt. How is that possible? It's like getting hit with a piece of concrete. Well, the thing that's crazy is, too, if you've never had an injury to your head at all, your head likes to bleed a lot. I know. I have a scar. I don't know if you can see where my Powell scowl is, but I've Mm -hmm. hit my hit my forehead there on like right at my eyebrow on a rock. It bled like I was going to die. Yes. It's really (laughs) not funny how bad it can get. Yeah. So I'm sure it's one of those things where it's like horrific, but you're thinking like it looks worse than it is coming through your windshield. You're thinking, okay, it must've been a rock or a Mm -hmm. stick. Okay. It's horrifying. So this is the crazy part. It said the turtle was likely crossing the interstate and got knocked into the air by another vehicle. I swear to God, this lady has the worst luck of anyone, the daughter told the 911 operator as she tended to her injured mother. The turtle, on the other hand, had the best of luck. It had just a few scratches on its shell and was released back into the nearby woods. I mean, that's a that is good biology. Hit by a car. Shot into the air. Shot through the air. Goes through the glass of a windshield. Hits a human head. And then walks back off into the forest after checked for injury. I mean, honestly, (laughs) maybe, Jessica, if the time comes that you and I need bodyguards, 
I feel like we should hire turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Large Honest, land honestly, tortoises. Yes. Honestly, though, how scary is that? Like, literally, it could have killed her. Yeah. If it had well, hit. You know how many people every year there's people that die from if their car hits a deer and the antlers come through. Oh, for and sure. Boom. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my God. A deer will total the car. Yeah. That's something that happens a lot where I'm where I come from and it's scary. Yep. Um, but a turtle, that's like a giant hockey puck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they can flip a car. That's what's so crazy. You would think, oh my, and I'm not saying anybody should be doing anything to test out a turtle strength. No, I hope no. that no cars hit any more poor turtles. Definitely. But, um, when I was in high school, my friend's dad's car flipped because he hit a turtle on the road. Like That's they crazy. are, it's like hitting a boulder. That's yeah, I really guess. Not, I know. Like it would seem that way. I know. Well, I'm glad she's okay. I'm glad yeah. the turtle's okay. Me That's too. crazy. I it's always those crazy. kinds of stories are like, what are you talking about? Like, I know. Have you ever seen those where people hit owls and they come through the windshield and they're like, geez, a loo or yes. uh or and a then falcon. it flies away. Yeah, or a falcon that get. Did you see that one last over the pandemic? The falcon, yes. or was this my sister that sent it to me? I don't remember because it's happened to her too. Because she lives in Oklahoma, like in a mm -hmm. small town, so there's a lot of back roads. But anyway, like a falcon will fly into the grill of a car and then they yank it out because it's stuck and it flies away. It's crazy. Bonkers. I just don't know what to say. That's the kind of thing that would happen to me. I Don't hope it say doesn't. That. I know. Knock on everything around. I you. did, but okay. I'm just that weirdo that has like weird. I I don't need to bring that energy towards myself. No, Moving please. on. Moving on, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm up first for raves. I'm excited about this one, mm -hmm. um, because I actually saw this. Where did I see this? I sent it to you. Was it conscious? You kid? sent it to me. I'm gonna actually post it on our page um in the stories oh great don't remember what i can't the... remember if i saw it on conscious kid or one of which is an instagram account that's really really informative mm -hmm. and awesome if you guys don't follow it already but anyway i'm just gonna go ahead and get into it so my rave this week is called black packers you can find their website at coblackpackers.com We'll put That's all that CO for Colorado for Colorado. Yes. We'll put all the information in our notes. 501 C three organization meeting those at the intersection of underrepresentation and economic vulnerability. Our mission is twofold. One, to provide gear, outdoor excursions, outdoor education for free or at a subsidized cost. Two, to connect participants with volunteer opportunities, internships, jobs, and post-secondary education resources to create a pipeline from outdoor recreation to outdoor industry careers. In these ways, we can create economic equity in outdoor recreation. Having been born and raised in Prince George's County, Maryland, Patricia moved to Colorado Springs in 1994. Colorado, and specifically southeastern Colorado Springs, has a special place in her heart, and she has devoted all of her energy into making the nationwide hub for the outdoor industry an equal and equitable place for all. So... There's more here to read. I'm going to read it, but I just want to point out the reason that she's saying that and the reason it's called Black Packers and something that I have never thought about is how, you know, to me, camping and outdoorsy things are like family fun, whatever. Mm -hmm. There is a sect of people that don't have the same access to that sort of thing. And let me continue on and explain that a little bit more. Ms. Cameron spent the 11 years prior to founding Black Packers in healthcare as an EMT and then as the practice manager of multiple clinics in Colorado Springs and Denver metro area. Further, Ms. Cameron has worked as a volunteer firefighter and in the ICU at Memorial Central, all in positions serving her community. A student of philosophy from UCCS, she also has a degree from PPCC for emergency medical services. Patricia founded Black Packers in 2019 to address the gap in representation in the outdoors. As a single mother, she struggled with the means and knowledge to take her young son on outdoor adventures. Patricia saved up money working weeks of overtime as an EMT to buy herself to buy her initial set of backpacking gear and took herself on her first overnight backpacking trip alone in a snowstorm. <laughs> Not great. 
<laughs> really not great. Mostly self-taught, she hopes to make it easier for families to access the outdoors by making the initial investment for them. She's a freelance writer and photographer, her work appearing in Backpacker Magazine, The Denver Post, Elevation Outdoors, Colorado Sun, Scentsy Magazine, The Voice, and others. A single homeschooling mother of an amazing teenage boy, Patricia balances home life with leading Blackpacker's board of directors. Patricia is a 2020 fellow and on the board of the New Leaders Council, a nationwide nonprofit that trains and supports progressive leadership and millennial entrepreneurs. In the summer of 2020, Patricia successfully hiked the entire 486-mile Colorado Trail while writing a trail diary for Backpacker Magazine. So that's just a little bit about her. Well, <clears throat> there was a video that I sent to Jessica, and we'll try and share that. I think mm -hmm. that's what you're talking about yeah. you're going to share, mm -hmm. because she talks about how the expense of gear that is necessary to be safe and responsible in the outdoors is not offered to all families. It's not available to all families. And on top of that, there were stories shared about the first time she taught her son how to fish and there were several other families out fishing and the park rangers approached her and her son to see if they had fishing license, but nobody else because mm -hmm. they were a family of color. When she was yep. alone out there the first time by herself, the park rangers came up and questioned her. Why are you here? What are you doing? And made um, her walk in the snow to move her car. Move which her they car. Said was over the lines when there was no one else in the there parking lot. There was no lot. one else in the parking lot. And they said she was not properly within <laughs> the lines of her parking space. Mm -hmm. It just was shocking to me. That is not something that would have ever crossed my mind as happening. Right. And, you know, listen, over the last year, as, as a white female, I have been learning so much about things that I just had no freaking clue right. people had to deal with, had to monitor, had to work around, none mm -hmm. of that. And it's never, I don't like camping. Okay. I don't like it, but everybody should be able to, if they want to, exactly. and it is expensive you know, mo a lot of families, single mother family, you think she can go buy two $400 sleeping bags and emergency radio and flashlights yep. and tents and that stuff's expensive. Yep. And then once you do get out there, then the rangers are harassing you because of yep. the color of your skin. No, ma'am. Mm -mm. No, and I love that she's trying to do this to bring this into the community and to people of color in particular, because that. Are, those are the people that have not been able to benefit from this because of all these weird things that we're unaware of. There's Absolutely. so many things in life. It's like you didn't think about it. Doesn't mean you're a bad person, but you didn't because if you went with your family, nobody stopped your dad. Nobody. Right? Never. Never once. We'd go fishing on the side of the road and rangers would drive by and wave. They don't yep. stop and see if you have a license. Yep. But that's also, just like it's it's crazy to me. That is something that I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody has access to that. Well, apparently not. And I had no clue. And you know what? Shame on them for, for doing that. It should be accessible to everyone because you know yes. what one of our major problems is? We are the cockroaches of this planet and we're killing it. We need to teach our children to love and appreciate our planet, the Mother Earth, you know? I don't know. I sound like I'm on some crazy soapbox right now and and people are like calm down dana you don't even like camping you're correct i do not but this is just not right it's really not and well, i love she's... that she is making a change she is bringing it to light it caught my attention mm -hmm. we're spreading the word and that's how things start and bringing it tenfold by having the programs and resources set up to try to encourage people to then get an interest in the outdoor recreational yep. activities she's talking about that they can then build a career on that and bring that to others in their communities. Absolutely. It's, like there's no reason they shouldn't, you know, people of color aren't park rangers too. Right. In situations where she was, clearly there was no one because they exactly. were, they were questioning her and yeah. making it difficult for, that's ridiculous. No, it's sickening. So anyway, you guys will post that video. Please check that out if you're interested in donating, finding out about it, maybe starting something like that near you. Indeed. It's coblackpackers.com, coloradoblackpackers.com. We'll put the information in our notes. Thank you, Dana. That sure. was a lovely rave. Yay.
This is something that I saw. I watch sometimes if I'm just around in the morning, there's like late morning local news shows or little things that highlight things in our state. Mm -hmm. And I saw this on our local, one of our local morning shows this weekend. It's called Faces of Mankind. Mm-hmm. facesofmankind.org. In 2015, Brian and Vanessa Peterson moved to Santa Ana, California with a burning desire in their hearts to love their neighbors unconditionally and sacrificially. Night after night, Brian was on his living room sofa reading a book called Love Does, and one evening he heard the screams from a man experiencing homelessness right outside the window of his fourth floor apartment window. The agony in this man's voice gripped his heart, and he realized, this very man is my neighbor, and I am called to love him. From this single moment, Faces of Santa Ana was born. Faces of Mankind is a nonprofit where we set out to befriend and paint portraits of the vulnerable community throughout the world. We then sell the artwork and use proceeds to help in rehabilitating our newfound friends. Mm. The mission of Faces of Mankind is to locally help those in need in cities around the world, while also inspiring and activating creatives and supporters of the movement. We believe that the creativity we've been given is meant for the outward pouring of love. Following Jesus has led us to do his work mentioned in Matthew 25, 34 to 40. Pardon if I read that weird. (laughs) We have found great satisfaction and learned a lot about ourselves while helping those in need. This project has also reignited our passion and purpose for the arts and continues to teach us about unconditional and sacrificial love. They have locations where they're set up to do this art in Mm -hmm. Santa Ana, Anaheim, Riverside. Those are all within California and most recently in Detroit. And we will link to this website, but you guys got to look at this website because these paintings and portraits are absolutely incredible. Yeah. And... I just think it's such a gorgeous, um, they're not cheap, but this is for people who are in the market to be able to purchase some art for their home or business. The money is then going back to help rehabilitate these people and help them in their plight. And it's just, uh, the, the paintings are so bright and beautiful. And I loved watching the guy who started it and seeing him actually on the streets and talking with people and he really gets to know them and their story. And I think he and the other artists that do this really exude that person's spirit into the art that they're doing. And it was just a really cool, beautiful story. I love that. Thank you, Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Oh my gosh. Do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us? Yes, please do your due diligence like our friends from the Great White North and all over the U.S. of A. And send <laughs> in your thoughts, feelings, questions, and delights through a various number of channels. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook if you're not already. And you should because that's how you get to see a lot of these fun things that we're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes it's just something silly and ridiculous. Yeah. At the Rants and Raves podcast. That's on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can find us on the World Wide Web. What the hell is wrong with me? The first time you're I turning into me. <laughs> Email us directly at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or through the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Dot com. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Dana. Please write in. We love hearing from you guys. Yes. Usually I like to end the show with like some things that I've been watching or something I've noticed or and then like a fun fa- a weekly point to ponder. Jessica, mm-hmm. I watched a show called Serial Killer Culture. I know it sounds so gross. And here's what it did for me. It made me realize, oh, you're not so crazy. There's a show I haven't watched that I do want to watch. Mayor of Eastham or whatever it's called. I I don't know what that is. It sounds up my alley. But The one with Kate Winslet as a detective. Oh, yeah. I want to watch that for sure. I also, sorry about it. I want to watch The Nevers. It's like Victorian and magical. Uh, you'll love it. Alan loves it. I do not like it. it. It's a beautiful look. 
I love the yes. era, and but then it I did not up. hold my interest. But Alan loves it. Okay, You'll well, love the, it. Alan and I like a lot of the same things. <laughs> I know. Let me make this very clear too. That's me and Alan, not Howlin with an H. <laughs> um, I know it's the same person, but Howlin and I are going to tangle one day. Alan and I get along great. Um, <laughs> I think you're going to love the costumes on the. I know like- I will. All the girls, I'm like, when they walked out, I'm like, oh, God, I love all. I mean, I could never pull those off. Also, nobody's wearing that these days. But I really have an eye for that fashion. Giving you that little 16-inch looking waist. Tiny waist. With a nice whalebone corset. That's right. Give it to me. Push those boobies up my nostrils. (laughs) Also... It reminded, you know what caught my eye is I was like, oh, this feels like Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies a little bit. Some action mm. in there with some Victorian yum-yums. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I like it. <laughs> Jessica, I do have a little bit. It's interesting because you said, you mentioned Sesame Street earlier. Mm-hmm to me and said they're having a special tonight 50 days of no 50 years of sunny days okay well obviously this will come out after that show is over Mm -hmm. so you're sorry you're welcome that if you missed it that we told you after the fact i'm sure Uh, they can look (laughs) it up online i'm sure we can stream it it's on abc it's on abc jessica i enjoy you very much i enjoy you immensely dana i made your uh, day a little difficult, and I apologize for that. Why? It's not abnormal, so I would say you're probably used to it at this point. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with a little bit of Sesame Street knowledge. We'll be back again next week. Jessica, I love you. I love you too. Do you know Cookie Monster's real name? Uh, no, I thought that was his real name. No, you would be wrong. It is Sid. Seriously, look it up. It's Sid. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Uh, oh, boy. Bye. Chill, Annie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>